I'm Emily Hirsch, and this is the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Attention innovators, influencers, creators, and game-changing entrepreneurs, your internet domination begins right here. We are the powerhouse marketers that you've been looking for. You're already making waves in your industry, and we're here to help amplify those waves of change by creating a connection that cuts through the noise. We take everything you've built inside your zone of genius and find its audience. With killer strategy and laser eye for impact, we launch multi-million dollar campaigns and skyrocket your reach online. And now we are doing the unheard of. We're unveiling everything we've learned, taking you behind the scenes with the Hirsch Marketing Team and giving away the secrets to our clients' success. Stay tuned for top converting strategy, ROI reports, and insider knowledge that you won't find anywhere else. You're changing the world and we're the team to help. Hello there, everyone. Welcome back to the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking to you guys about a mistake that I made in my org chart. Basically, a mistake I made with my company layout. I don't know why I waited a while to talk about this because it's something we changed a couple months ago, but I think this is going to be a really good one. And I love being super transparent with you guys on here um, about marketing, but also about team stuff. And so this one's going to be focused on this. And I think it's going to be really good because I'm not the only one who's made this mistake, actually. Um, I have a good friend who went through the same thing. Her company is actually a lot bigger than mine, but she went through the same thing and we kind of like ended up in the same place at different levels. And I was like, wow, Um, it was just interesting to see because I think it's a common one. And so I'm going to be talking about it to hopefully stop you from making the mistake. So in the past, I've actually come on the podcast and bragged about the fact that, not bragged, but been like, you know, I only have one person reporting to me and in a nutshell, that actually caused a lot of issues. Um, so two months ago, I had one person, I had a COO reporting to me and that's it. And first of all, uh, in my opinion, a company at $3 million doesn't need a COO. So that was my mistake. Number one, um, is promoting somebody too fast who was a great individual, but it was just too fast and, um, is a great individual. This person is actually still with the company, just in a different role. But, um, you know, I don't need a COO. I probably don't need a COO until I have a $10 million company. And I, what happened is like, I used to have everybody reporting to me and I used to be involved in everything and I used to be overwhelmed. And then I got a taste of this freedom of, I have no meetings. I have, you know, few team check-ins because I have one person reporting to me and I can run everything through this one person. And this person actually didn't have too many people reporting to them. She had five Um, four or five and but the thing is they were departments so it wasn't like she just had one person who like does their job reporting to her she had one person but the whole department was like under her and so what I first of all learned was that having departments (laughs) report to somebody is different than having a person and it's a total different mindset shift for her that she had to go through but I had to coach her through um because you can't go really deep like you used to with a one person reporting to where you would not deep in terms of the relationship, but deep in terms of like, what are they working on? What do they need support with? How do I manage it? How do I fix problems? Like if you did that for that one person, you would be doing it for the whole department and you can't go that deep, right? And so essentially our company wasn't ready to be in a place where the department heads underneath 
her were operating independently enough that she could then have, you know, four or five departments under her and like be able to manage it. And so also I basically created this layer between myself and other people in the company for literally no reason. And it was because I got that taste of that freedom. And so I went to the extreme opposite side of having nobody report to me and like that freedom of like, I only have one person, you know, and it was great, but it caused a lot of issues. And so what happens is like, I actually didn't have the head of the ads team reporting to me, but the head of the ads team was reporting to this person And then she was coming to me and then I was telling her something and then she was going to the ads team. And it was just like silly. It's like, why not just go straight to me? And so we ended up in like group chats and like it was just extra fluff that we didn't need. And also, though, like I didn't have HR, you know, reporting to me. And frankly, we really needed to build it. We still do and are working on building out our HR department. Like we don't need a full HR department, but we don't have a functioning processes of an HR department that's fully running all on its own yet. And so having me removed, I couldn't find the problems that the CEO would need to find and be involved and like understand that. And so it was causing chaos where I was getting frustrated because I was like, what's going on in that department? And then she was getting frustrated because she's like, I can't make the decisions. And so we actually made a full change. Like once we realized the problem and ironically at the same time, my friend was going through a similar thing and was telling me that they were, um, changing everything around. They didn't have any departments reporting to them with her husband and like they were changing. I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm doing the same thing on like a way smaller level because my company is smaller than hers. Um, and so when I realized that we changed it and so we actually brought everybody over and now reports to me. So I actually have five direct reports now. And it was a, we did it like over the course course of a month. Um, because when I moved the people over, I did a daily check-in with them for a week just to get on the same page, just to be like, where's the problems? What can I do to fix it? And, you know, when you have somebody reporting to the CEO, it's always going to be easier for them because I can make decisions in 30 seconds, less than three seconds, right? Somebody else who has to go to me to get permission and they go back to them and tell them my decision is going to slow everything down. They don't feel like they have power over the department because they have to go through people and you don't want to create unnecessary layers. And so what I realized was my number one priority had to shift and I needed to I need and needed to build a basically leadership team underneath me. And so I have five individuals now. They're all department heads. Um, so it's the ads team, you know, head of the ads team. It's head of the marketing, head of our sales, head of our operations, um, head of HR, all reporting to me. And then I have an executive assistant. I think that's five. I'm not looking at my org chart. I could, I could pull it up, but that's Yeah, those are the people reporting to me. And so now I can make sure that those departments get built out how they need to so that those individuals can run their departments with as little of my help as possible. Obviously, I'm always there, but like we just didn't have the systems and the foundation and the infrastructure for an entire department to be running without my input at 3 million, you don't, I don't believe you're ready for that. And so all of these people in these departments and, and, you know, building out their processes and, and everything, they need my input and they need my, I guess, support and feedback and 
direct contact with me. And it has made a massive, massive difference doing this. It's been, first of all, I found a lot of issues. Um, I found a lot of things that were getting people stuck that like weren't working well, that weren't really to the standard that I would necessarily want, but like they didn't realize it because there wasn't that communication. And second, it's just made things run so much smoother. Everybody is more clear with what they need to be doing and like the direction and, you know, has my feedback on things. And I believe it's really important for me to build those actual relationships with those people for the future of the company. And so my goal is having a layer of leadership underneath me that is rock solid because by 10 million, they're going to be responsible for such a massive amount more than we are now that I need this like really like team of a players and I have them but we have to we have to be like nurturing I have to be nurturing that not just relationship but the processes in the department and the all of the pieces and so this was a massive shift and it has been the best thing I could have done um I wish I realized it like all you know mistakes quote I'm doing air quotes mistakes because like you have to make the mistake to then realize the mistake but I wish I realized it earlier because I think it would have fast-tracked our progress so since we made the change just our company has moved faster because I feel like the reason is people are more clear about the direction we're going because they're not going through one person who then goes to me and then I go back to that person and then they go back to that. Like that slows everything down. And I'm not talking about just like decisions, but it's almost like it's decisions, but it's also like bringing up problems or spotting gaps or issues in the department and like, it's just if I'm not there, then I don't see it and then I don't fix it. And you as a CEO are always going to have like laser eyes on everything in your company that I have amazing employees. They still don't see things exactly the way I see things and the vision I see. And so you want that in all of your departments, that high level vision. And um, I think I'll probably always have four to five people reporting to me. I don't plan on changing that. Um I, you know, I don't plan on, I pretty much plan on always having the head of these departments. We're putting HR under operations, but besides that, the head of all of these departments will always be, I don't want to say always because I might change it, but I don't ever plan on changing. I think they need to have a touch point with me, the CEO. And also, a, you know, a mistake, like I had a COO, but I didn't have any other C level because I don't need like a CMO and a CFO. I have a $3 million company. I don't need all those things. And so you don't want to have like really um, uneven levels of leadership. So pretty much my levels now is like they're either managers or we have one director. So you don't want to make it really uneven where you've got like a C level and a director and a manager and like it's all like weird on your org chart because that's you know, it's hard. And one thing that was pointed out to me too is like if you promote somebody too fast and I'm not talking about pay promotion actually because I didn't like really change this person's pay. We changed her title, but I'm talking about title promotion because as a human, like once you get to the top level, you're going to start, like they will start to feel like, well, where do I go next? And COO is like, where do you go next, right? And so to be at 3 million and have capped out your title and titles matter. I don't care what you say, like they matter. Um, 
and I'm like I said, not talking about pay. Like titles to people matter. And so if they're like, well, I've gone as far as I can go and we're at three million, like down the line, it's gonna cause problems. And so once I saw that, I had to just have a transparent communication and be like, we made a mistake. Like we're not ready for a COO. I still want you in the company. Here's the role that we've created and and done for her. And it's working right now. And then I, you know, retransitioned those people to reporting to me. And what that means reporting to me is I have a one-on-one check-in with them every week, like a one-on-one, just me and them. And then I'm involved in like the metrics that they report. Like they come to me for problems. It's helped me build those relationships. And so my goal is to build that leadership team. And I was trying to build that leadership team through somebody else. And that was a mistake. Um, And so I wanted to share that with you guys because I think it's probably an interesting one. It's something like I definitely have those experiences where I, I, you know, I would have to do this to learn from it because I thought it was like a great idea, you know, when I was doing it until you realize. And so you have to be able to have that lens when you're growing a team and you're growing a business where you can be like, wait a second, am I really doing this the way I should be doing this or should I change it? And it feels so good once you get that clarity and you shift those things around. Um, And that's what we did. And, you know, true Emily Hirsch style, we changed it very fast. As soon as I realized it was like, oh, that's the problem. Okay, let's change it. And so we did have that transition period where I wanted to meet daily for a week with all of those people, just like we do when a new hire comes on. We actually meet with them daily for two weeks. They meet with their manager. And so I was like, well, now, you know, they're transitioning as I'm their manager. I want to do a daily meeting for a week just to kind of reorient everybody so I can get up to speed to the problems. And it was actually a lot of work for me that those 30 days like I was on I was on a lot of calls because I had all these daily calls and check ins again and I had to put them back in my calendar. And now it's definitely been streamlined and it's it's um, more calmed down. But I knew that up front I had to like step in and and build this and you know restructure this and it was going to be a lot of work for 30 days but it's going to change the game for the long run so hopefully that was helpful for you guys um I'd love to know on Instagram or wherever you want to share if this was a helpful tip if anybody's done a similar thing um hopefully nobody out there is like teaching to do this because I think it's a terrible idea you can't run you can't build a leadership team through somebody else you are the leader you are the CEO and you need to be that leader and build that team of people who are there to support you through thick and thin in your business and um that is what you know I'm doing so all right guys thanks so much for tuning in today and I'll catch you next time thanks for listening to the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast Go behind the scenes of multi-million dollar ad campaigns and strategies, dive deep into the Hirsch process, and listen to our most popular episodes over at hirschmarketingunderground.com. If you loved this episode of the podcast, do me a favor and head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review so we can reach more people and change more lives with this content. That's all for now, and I'll catch you next time.